0: Join us, At The Movies. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of At The Movies. Hey everyone, I'm your host
1: Anonymous number one. And I'm your host Anonymous number two. As we always say, make sure you follow us on Instagram and TikTok, At The Movies podcast for a chance to be featured in a future
0: episode, ask us a personal question, and interact with us. Yes! So for any new listeners, Anonymous One and I release two episodes every week. Thursdays are dedicated to Thriller Thursday, where we review our favorite and least favorite thriller movies. And Sunday, we alternate between Spooky Sunday, where we review horror movies, and Sunday Funday, where we talk about our life experiences. Also, make sure you stick to the very end to listen to our bloopers. Don't miss it, guys. That is the best part. It's hilarious. So we are honestly so excited because today it is our first Thriller Thursday episode of a new month yes we honestly like we can't even believe that it's already april like i feel like we haven't been doing this for long but we also have in a weird way i know like like time is going by really weirdly it is it definitely is i agree and honestly we just want to thank everyone who has listened to our podcasts over the last month even if it's just a couple people every episode we're so thankful for any support that we get like we're just so happy yes we really appreciate it So, to switch things up, we thought it would be a really cool idea to incorporate you in this episode. We recently did a poll on
1: Instagram asking you guys what movie you wanted us to review. And the results of the poll showed that you wanted us to review the movie. Drumroll, please. Greta. Woo. We are literally so pumped to talk about this movie because it's so unique and it's definitely one of our favorites.
0: Yes, agreed. So, just a brief like summary of the movie. It actually was released in 2018 and it stars Chloe Grace Moretz, who you guys may also know. She plays in other big movies such as Carrie, The Fifth Wave, and honestly, like, a bunch on fire of other too. movies. too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so true. many. Honestly, I don't think I saw it in theaters. I think I saw it on when it came out and i saw it with my sister Mm -hmm. but i think anonymous one and i watched this movie maybe like a year after yeah i think so or maybe not a year because it only came out in 2018 but definitely like a couple months after i first watched it originally
1: i feel like we watched it sometime in the summer i just don't remember when
0: yeah and i was like okay we need to watch this i know you'll like it oh yeah yeah
1: i loved it anyways with all that being said let's dive into the plot let's go Alright, so the movie begins with a girl named Frances played by Chloe Grace Moretz who gets off a late night shift at a restaurant. So she takes the subway home and she finds a green purse on one of the seats. So she ends up taking it with her and she looks through the purse to find an ID card and it appears that the purse actually belongs to a woman named Greta Hiddig. Hiddig, right? Hiddeg? Yeah, Hiddeg? Hiddig? Hiddig, right? Hiddig? Yeah, Yeah. And she's actually played by Isabel Hoopert. I hope I didn't butcher any of the names. I apologize. <laughs> no, I think you're good. I think
0: you're good. So when Frances gets home, her roommate Erica who is played by Micah Monroe also side note I love this actress she also plays in it follows which is another good thriller so Erica obviously wants to keep the purse because I think there's also like a bundle of cash in it so she wants to spend it on like a spa day Mm -hmm. but Francis insists that she's gonna return it she's like a very like nice like sweet girl she wants to give it back so the next day Francis stops by Greta's house to give her back her purse and she finds her address on the ID card so obviously Greta is super happy and she she actually invites Francis inside and they have amazing conversations. And secretly, Francis is really happy to have bonded with this woman because it is revealed in the movie that her mom recently passed away and this has obviously made her feel super lonely. So she's excited to have bonded with a woman that was kind of around her mom's age just to get that yeah. support kind of thing. And that connection for sure.
1: Yeah. So the two actually end up bonding even more because Greta mentions that she's also very lonely because her husband passed away and her daughter was living in Paris to pursue her career so yeah so she was like just, just by living at home yeah. yeah
0: living at home and like very like lonely so they bonded, exactly. bonded even more
1: so they basically exchange phone numbers and francis ends up going home and once she gets home she tells her roommate erica about what mm-hmm. happened and erica finds it very weird that she just bonded with an older woman that she's <laughs> never met before which like <laughs> it is like a little bit doing? odd it's like a stranger
0: a hundred percent she's like what are you doing like can yeah. we just like not bond with like old woman <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> So Francis obviously doesn't care and she continues to speak with Greta because she loves their like newfound bond and over the next couple of days she even hangs out with Greta and helps her find a dog to keep her company and this is actually such a cute scene like it they very pick cute. out a dog from it like is. I think they like pick out a dog from like a kill shelter and it's like his last day and yeah it's the cutest dog so it's, it's like so a really cute sweet. scene yeah and you know the two end up bonding even more and one day Greta expresses to Francis that she is worried that one day they will stop talking and and Francis promises her that she will never leave her, and that people often call Francis, like, I think she calls it, like, chewing gum. Yeah. Because Francis tends to stick around and, like, she's very loyal. Yeah. So that same night, Francis ends up staying over at Greta's for dinner. Mm-hmm. So while they're
1: setting the table together, Francis looks in one of the cupboards to find some candles.
0: Yeah. So when Francis opens the door, she is shocked to see that there are dozens of green purses stuffed inside. So creepy. So, I know. It's literally so creepy. And like, I remember like the scene, like, literally gave me goosebumps. Yeah, it did. Same. It's so like eerie and weird. Yeah. And so obviously, Francis begins to panic because it is obvious that Greta plants these bags on purpose in the subway so that innocent girls will come over to keep her company which is so weird she's like an so old woman like insane. it's just not okay very suspect. so Fran- yeah very suspect yeah. indeed so francis ends up telling greta that she isn't feeling well and that she needs to leave and greta suspects that there is obviously something wrong but she lets francis leave and you know that's that for now also, quick side note: This only
1: happens twenty minutes into the yeah. movie, which is like a little bit weird because I feel like it's kind of like a big-ish twist. Yeah, like they reveal Greta is e- has evil intentions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I feel
0: like is just a little bit unique and different than from yeah. some other movies agreed i feel like usually in a movie you find out like in the last 20 Later. minutes as opposed yeah. to like the first 20 minutes agreed for sure
1: so basically over the next couple of days greta tries to call and text francis but francis decides that she's gonna cut all communications with yeah. her which i mean obviously as she should uh yeah i would <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, i'd be like no, bye thanks. yeah so one day greta shows up at francis's work and francis calls the police because greta literally won't leave yeah but the cops tell her that they can't do anything because she isn't causing yeah. anyone harm. Like, she's just I think standing she's outside. Like,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, she's, like, standing outside of her work and they're, like, she's literally not doing anything, anything wrong. wrong. Like, she could, yeah. like, she could stand there with, like, a telescope and, like, spy on you. And, Which like, is, like, so weird.
1: So weird. But anyways, when Francis gets home that night, she's
0: shocked to see that Greta's sitting outside of her apartment door. Oh, it's so creepy. Like, how creepy? And she's, like, how did you get in? Like, how are you in my building? Like, there's, yeah. like, a buzz code and stuff. Like,
1: and Greta actually spits gum in her hair and she's like mocking her for saying she would stick around yeah and when she really hasn't because yeah. she kind of like ditched
0: greta. yeah exactly well for right reasons like i literally would too same it's so creepy same so unfortunately things keep on getting worse one night while erica is at a party greta sends pictures of erica to francis over text So obviously this freaks Frances out and she's worried about Erica's safety and she ends up calling her to tell her to leave the party right away. So obviously Erica's like I am getting the hell out of here Mm -hmm. and she leaves to get on the subway but Greta is still following her and sending pictures to Frances. And this is so creepy because Erica like can't see her like she's hiding like behind like poles and like little like places and stuff and she's like where is she but she keeps on getting photos of like the back of her head and stuff which is like super like creepy and eerie so obviously erica eventually gets off the subway and she runs across the street and she actually almost gets hit by a car before she reunites safely with francis so that was like such a creepy instance it was insane, because yeah erica literally could have died very so. suspenseful for sure yeah and i think this is where they kind of both go like okay there's a real problem here it's not just yeah. like a stage five clinger like it's actually exactly like a <laughs> literally one, <you> know? literally
1: <laughs> so then francis decides that since the police won't do anything about it she's gonna try to investigate the situation herself so she sneaks into greta's house and looks through her trash can and she finds a return letter from greta's daughter and leaves a message that she's worried about her mom
0: yeah like she phone like i think she finds like the phone number in yeah. the letter mm-hmm. and then she calls her and is like i need to speak with you.
1: Yeah. So, like Anonymous 2 just said, someone actually calls Frances back and tells her to meet at a cafe the next day. Now, when Frances meets with the woman she was on the phone with, the woman tells her that Greta's daughter, Nicola, or Nicola? Nicola? Is it Nicola? Yeah. Okay. Nicola, yeah. <laughs> God, I'm like butchering every name. I know. Anyways. So, Nicola committed suicide four years ago, which means that Greta was lying about her daughter being alive. Mm-hmm. And apparently, Greta was abusing yeah. her daughter for years. Yeah.
0: Just really. And this is it's so scary and I it's know. really sad so after this situation happens the final straw for francis occurs later that night when she has a shift at work so again greta ends up showing up and sits at one of her tables so francis tells her that she knows everything and greta makes a huge scene pretty sure she like smashes a wine bottle starts screaming yep. like says, and she like stuff flips in, like, the German table too, I think. yeah 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 she just goes crazy and basically starts screaming and she ends up being escorted out by the police so obviously after this francis 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 decides that she's going to come up with a plan to put a stop to this all. She's like, this is just too much. I need this to be over with. So she ends up meeting with Greta and she fake apologizes for everything that has happened. And she ends up telling Greta that she's going to leave town for a little bit to work on herself in hopes that Greta will get bored and move on to someone else. So, after this, obviously, Francis thinks that everything is going smoothly.
1: However, one day, she comes home from a bike ride and drinks a cup of coffee and ends up almost passing out. Mm, so scary. It's really scary. So, of course, she realizes that her drink was drugged and sees Greta in her apartment standing over Oh, my her. God. And it's creepy because she's kind of, like, losing consciousness yeah, at this point. Yeah, and, like, she and can't she really sees, move. Like, her blur- exactly. Yeah. Yeah. She can't do anything. And then we just see Greta drags Francis
0: out of the building and yeah. gets into a cab to bring Francis back into her house yeah and it's so creepy because i think she tells the cab driver she's like oh my niece like she's really sick or like my daughter she's really sick which is so terrifying it's so creepy so when they get to greta's house greta locks francis in a room behind her piano so you actually soon find out that this room is where she kept her daughter when she was younger and it is the room where she keeps all of her victims like literally every single girl that she finds planting like a purse on the subway, and they come and bring the purse back she locks them in this room like it's so just insane. so creepy so francis spends the next couple weeks trapped in this room which i personally would hate because i'm the Same. most claustrophobic person ever it's like this yeah. tiny little room i would just not be okay with that so anyways while francis is locked in the room greta takes her phone and texts her roommate and her dad so that they don't suspect anything which is so creepy yeah it's definitely super freaky so a couple
1: of days later francis's dad actually comes into the city and surprises her at the apartment apartment but he's greeted by erica who tells him that she thought francis was actually with him
0: yeah so i think that basically greta ends up telling the dad like through text that francis is with the roommate but she tells the roommate that francis is with the, the dad. dad exactly yeah.
1: so obviously they both soon realize that francis is missing and erica knows that she has been taken by greta she doesn't know where though because francis yeah. never actually told her the address yeah
0: exactly so one day while greta is is teaching Francis how to cook which side note it's really weird I feel like Greta kind of like treats Francis as like her daughter in like a really yeah. weird like messed up sense because she doesn't yeah. she's not very nice but she still like takes her out of the room every so once in a while weird. to like help her cook and do stuff like that but anyways when they are cooking Francis ends up grabbing a knife and chops off Greta's finger oh which my is so God, disgusting gosh, yes. and basically from this point she tries to escape and she runs down to the basement to find a window but she is shocked to see the body of another girl down there and Greta ends up finding her and putting her back into the room so it's obviously very obvious from this point that Greta has killed all of her past victims yeah. and she's probably thinking about doing the same thing to Francis so one day i think this is like maybe like a week or two down the line another girl ends up showing up to greta's house with a green purse that she found in the subway so at this point it's clear that greta's kind of restarting what she did with francis and she's going back to planting purses in the subway and francis can actually hear this through the walls and she feels sad that greta is going to do this to someone else
1: However, it is revealed that the girl who found the purse was Erica, aka the best friend, yes. in disguise, wearing a wig, and she had purposely gone out of her way to find the purse in order to save Francis. Oh and, my God, I have goosebumps.
0: And like, she that's literally so cute.
1: And you basically end up finding out that she's been like searching for weeks and like going yep. into every single subway like wagon to actually find a freaking yep. green purse. Like
0: exactly, she's so dedicated. Yeah, i love she her. was. I like, would no, want her on my Save team. my
1: best friend. Same yeah. here. Yeah. So, Erica ends up drugging Greta's coffee and tries to set Francis free. However, as it is a thriller movie, Greta puts a yeah. fight up and she tries to stop Erica. But Erica smacks Greta in the head with a frying pan and her and Francis lock her in the box. She used to lock
0: her daughter and many victims yeah. in and they both finally escape. Yes. So now that we have given you guys a summary of the plot, it is time to move on to our likes and dislikes. Woohoo! So first, we're going to be talking about what we liked about this movie. So for me personally, coming from Anonymous 2, what I really liked about this movie was the originality of the plot. Yeah. I honestly feel like usually when there's like a serial killer, like creepy person type of movie, I feel like the villain is always played by like a male character because I feel like, you know, directors or like people in general usually associate like the serial killer evil person with like a very like manly masculine... Like so creepy true. big character, but I really liked this movie because even though Greta is played by like a very like tiny petite older woman, she plays the character so well. Like her character oh, is amazing. so creepy. Yeah, and I feel like a male character wouldn't have worked as well in this. No, role. not at all. You know what I mean? Like it would like have it was been so that effective. creepy. It would
1: have just been like oh whatever, kind of. Vibe. Exactly,
0: and I feel like I liked it because you don't expect her to be creepy, right? At and it makes all. it. Yeah. It makes it more. Realistic because you wouldn't expect it, and you probably would trust her if you were in Francis's position. I feel because that. she is such like a nice little sweet woman at first. So that's one of the things I definitely like really liked about the movie. It's so true though because I feel like it definitely
1: makes it a lot creepier. Like because you don't yeah. expect it. It's so exactly true. yeah.
0: So another thing I liked about this movie, which I also mentioned in Colonia, is that I loved how Francis was saved by her friend Erica. I feel like they could have made this, and they do in a lot of other movies. They could have made francis or the main character saved by a male like i feel like that's what they yeah. usually do like for example francis's dad could have been the one to like go in and save her so but i really true. liked how they didn't go with the typical stereotypes and they made her young female friend save the day like i found that mm-hmm. was very like kind of like cool. progressive you know what i mean like i just yeah. i really like that kind of twist on who the hero would be
1: yeah i totally agree with you those are honestly really good points for sure yeah so for my likes there are a couple of things i did really like about this movie so first off i thought the acting was actually really really good the characters were portrayed really well by the actors like i think the actors really suited the characters and like the roles and that also leads into the whole creepy vibe and aspect of the movie like there are definitely some very creepy and disturbing scenes and just throughout the movie like her getting locked in a coffin like we didn't really mention that throughout the plot but it's definitely super creepy and i just found some of the things to be so eerie and mysterious and agreed. very suspenseful so i definitely think that really obviously tied in really well with the genre and like anonymous too also mentioned i really did like the actual originality of the movie like it was very unique and different you know the whole like mm-hmm. purses like how she kind of traps her victims
0: agreed, it's agreed. definitely just not your
1: typical like oh i'm gonna like kidnap this girl yeah. or like oh i'm gonna yeah. like snatch her and put her in a van like a lot of other thriller movies do that it was definitely very different it's kind of like she's like trapping her victims then the victims are like going into the trap
0: Do you know what I mean? It that's actually such a good point. It's
1: like, I don't know, like in my mind when I picture that, it's like, you know, when like a lion's like hunting, yes. like a gazelle, it's like the gazelle's yeah. like willingly almost
0: going to yeah. line. Does that make yeah, sense? Agreed. No, I it's like she's like luring them in. You luring I mean? them it's, in. That's it's not just the word. like it's the word. not just like, oh, okay, I'm gonna kidnap you like off yeah, the street. It's just it's like, like, she's like taunting almost. them. It's she's like exactly. taunting them kind of. And you know what it's like? It's kind of like Hansel and Gretel. How like yeah you know how they like they they're in the forest and they stumble upon a house and then like the woman inside is like this (gasps) old woman and she like she like lures them in with like food and they're like oh my gosh oh my gosh this is amazing and then she ends up like eating them or killing them or whatever yeah yeah but it's like the same kind of thing it's like she's like they're willingly going into her house and stuff no exactly that's so
1: true so i definitely like there's definitely some good things to like about this movie for sure however going into some of my dislikes and this ties in with one of like my likes i guess yeah the concept of her playing a purse like on the subway i just feel like obviously it is a movie but Mm -hmm. what are the odds that somebody would actually you know go to her house and bring it back to her and then like socialize with her and stay with her do you know what i mean i feel like i don't it's not i wouldn't say it's necessarily like realistic i feel like a lot of people would either keep the purse or throw it out or just like give it away or something and i feel like because francis kept on going back to the woman and like bonding with her when it's like a complete stranger yeah i don't know i feel like it's definitely a little bit weird but i understand because like she saw her as a little bit of a mother
0: figure because she's older yeah i think it's like because she's so what's the word i'm looking for she's so vulnerable Innocent, because vulnerable, the vulnerable yeah. because of the death of their mom i think it like that's how she also yeah preys on her victims like i think like part of that is yeah. like she leaves the purses and maybe not all the time they pick it up that's but true. she's expecting people that are like vulnerable to like fall for the trap you know yeah, what I mean? that's true that's true but that's also another thing i didn't
1: honestly love for instance, i love the actress like chloe oh, grace same. moretz moretz yeah oh my god i was gonna butcher that <laughs> god i don't <laughs> understand but anyways so i just didn't love her character because i found like sometimes she made a little bit like dumb decisions yeah, like, yeah yeah and i'm seeing that from like a movie perspective like just solely based on her character i just like you know she would like go into her house to like look through her trash and yeah, stuff like that agreed. or like accept like a dinner invitation from a complete stranger like i would literally never yeah. just go into a stranger's no, house and no, no, no. be like okay bye don't
0: want to see and- you you know what even her friend was like what are you doing?" what are you doing at one exactly point, and at one point her friend was even like okay like i know you're like you know struggling with the death of your mom but you can't yeah. like you can't just like act like this woman is your mother because exactly. of the other day, she is a stranger exactly i just feel
1: like the best friend was like definitely a little bit of a smarter character agreed, in the movie agreed. and when i compare it to like colonia where emma watson like her character yeah. lena was mm-hmm. such a smart character and like she literally yeah. had her like shit together and exactly, she like exactly. knew what she was doing she like went to the call, rescued her boyfriend like she had a mission yeah. she was determined just the characters had obviously different personalities but i think those are really like my only dislikes i would say like yeah nonetheless though like obviously francis does try to escape which i really liked but i just wish she like tried to escape sooner i guess
0: yeah exactly yeah. especially because this woman was like so tiny
1: exactly because i feel like erica like drugs her or like pushes her like what she like knocks her out like from the second yeah. she sees her but like francis yeah. literally didn't do like anything the whole movie no. really she just kind of went with grass she yeah, she just kind of yeah. like yeah. went with it which is like a little bit weird but yeah, I mean nonetheless though like I definitely still like the movie I don't know how about you? Agreed.
0: Well for me honestly I think the one thing that I disliked about this movie was just the fact that Greta's evil intentions were literally revealed in the first 20 minutes like we I know we True. explained this before but for me yes in a way it was good because there was suspense like right off the bat like it was like very like you know action packed from the start like it wasn't a slow burner mm-hmm. but at the same time I feel like you and me both we like to have like this really big like twist climactic like yeah. crazy twist at the end of a film for sure and I feel like it was just like revealed so early on that it was I mean it was still good because you got to see like how it played out and how like Francis tried to like escape from her and all that stuff yeah but I just feel like there wasn't anything really to look forward to because you kind of predicted it a bit like okay That's true. obviously she's gonna get kidnapped at some point Greta's gonna like take her but the one thing you know what I will say I liked at the end how they incorporated like a twist with her friend how her I- friend I actually
1: like, really loved that. You know, that scene. was really good. Because you don't so expect guess, that at all. You actually, exactly. you can't predict that. No, exactly.
0: No. And and that's, I think that's what saved it. But for me still, I think that like maybe if it was like halfway through at least, it would have been better to like uncover that. Like I feel like there wasn't enough of like their character relationship buildup. Like I wish like they maybe like stretched mm-hmm. it out a little bit longer and like made them have more interactions and stuff and then made it a twist like right, like kind of further towards the yeah. end of it. Or you like know what had I mean? some I feel like other sort of twist yeah Yeah. because i feel like then francis would have been even more shocked and it would have been even more like oh my gosh to the audience that's
1: true but i will also say though i kind of like that you get thrown into the action like fairly quickly but i can definitely see what you mean with a twist for sure like there wasn't like a crazy twist at the end you kind of already like knew what would happen yeah yeah like it
0: was very obvious that like she was gonna get kidnapped at some point or like some bad thing was gonna happen definitely So since we have covered our likes and dislikes of the movie, it is now time for our rating section where we rate the movie out of 10.
1: Yes. I love this section. It's so fun. Same
0: here. It's so fun.
1: So this movie is actually rated 60% or 68? 60. 60. 60% yeah. in Rotten Tomatoes, which is not bad for Rotten Tomatoes. Honestly. Like, that's
0: really good. I feel like that's Pretty high. good for Rotten Tomatoes. Yes, yeah, so this
1: movie definitely is really good and something to watch if you're bored. <laughs> exactly so for my rating and this is anonymous number one i really debated between an eight and an 8.5 because agreed agreed i feel like it's not necessarily like good enough for it to be a nine in my opinion no, Like there's definitely, definitely like no, no no so like francis i just right. thought that she could have been a little bit of a different yeah. character i don't know personally that's i feel like I we thought. almost
0: connected more with the like secondary yeah, members, yeah 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 you know, with like, like the best, the
1: friend. best friend exactly yeah. and i don't know if that was maybe like the intention of the directors or the movie Mm -hmm. producers whatever i don't think it's necessarily good enough for like a nine for myself personally Mm -hmm. but i was debating between an eight and an 8.5 but what really did it for me is how like disturbing creepy Mm -hmm. and how pretty original and because the like main evil character is a woman i really liked that yeah 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 i will give it an 8.5 for that reason Mm -hmm. i just think it was a little bit of honestly like a different concept i think it was pretty original like the whole person like luring the mm-hmm. victim kind of in for a thriller movie and i just really really can't stress enough how disturbingly and creepy it was and this is kind of like random and a f- it's not really a fun fact because it's like kind of creepy <laughs> i guess but okay a couple months after watching this movie or maybe like a year even after watching this movie i had a nightmare and it was such like greta vibes it's actually insane <laughs> i was like trapped in this like house and like it was literally Greta and I was like with like other people and then she like took us on an excursion and I pushed her like out of a window which is so oh random my God, wow <laughs> so random so she like died I guess and I was like okay like I'm gonna go back to the house to grab my phone and grab my oh, stuff no. which is like why would you do that um obviously it's a nightmare for a reason <laughs> so I go back to the house to get my stuff or like so it seems yeah and as soon as I walk in she's like standing there in the kitchen being like I've been waiting for you ew 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 I feel like I remember you and i literally know. right i think i did yeah. and i woke yeah. up and i was like okay like wtf did i just dream about like that is like so <laughs> disturbing like i don't understand so i will give it that the movie is definitely there like, you creepy. go it, it definitely has an impact on you guys. it clearly did have an impact on my brain yeah. i don't know what happened but that's that so that's i think an so 8.5 yeah i think that's honestly like a pretty good rating it's a solid movie honestly if you are like bored and i wouldn't necessarily even say it's like good for just beginners like i would honestly recommend it if you're like what is it like, like you're well versed like, yeah you're like versed exactly. in the horror movie genre exactly like even if you just wanted to like watch it on like a random like night and you're looking mm-hmm. for a good thriller with like maybe like a little bit of like horror vibes in it, yeah. like totally watch it because it's it's not like a boring like beginner no, movie no, for no, sure. No. Like exactly. I think this movie is good because beginners can watch it and like definitely somebody who's like a little
0: bit more into the genre as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, I agree. So I mean, it comes to no surprise. I feel like Anonymous One and I always have the same ratings for yeah. Movies. We have like very similar taste just... in movies. Exactly. For sure. I feel like we definitely have a very similar taste. So. <laughs> surprise I'm also rating this movie an 8.5 out of 10 yes solid so, rating you know, exactly it's honestly such a solid rating and you know I honestly just loved how this movie was so different from anything I've seen yeah so you know like I was saying I feel like in a lot of horror movies there was always that male type villain yeah but this movie was predominantly a female cast like mm-hmm. I swear it was for sure. three of the main characters were all females Erica Greta and Francis yeah and then obviously like her dad played like a role but he literally was like in barely any scenes. Legit. So I just liked how there was so much representation for like a female cast in a horror film because like I was mentioning I feel like there's always a male villain in horror movies like yeah, almost always. So true, you know sure. what I mean? Like like there may be like a a woman villain as well but there's always that like male supporting role. So I felt yeah. like it was just very different, very unique and I really like that about Agreed. the movie.
1: Agreed. I think the woman um, being like the creepy character in this movie honestly made it even
0: creepier like she literally well, made that movie that's what I was gonna say I, I was gonna say like it works so well in the movie yeah. because you know you wouldn't normally suspect such a petite female character exactly being able to cause that much damage so Do you know what true. I mean? yeah no exactly and like you were saying I just also felt that the acting was so believable in the movie like Agreed. I think every character mm-hmm. suited their role so well like I feel like Chloe Grace Moretz as a person in general is a very like kind like very mellow i can see person. that she's very like nice and very like sweet. do you know what i mean yeah and i and i feel like what's her name the erica but like as mika 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 yeah. Monroe. yes i feel like she's more like edgy in real life like that's just her personality so i feel like yeah. they worked so well in the movie with their characters because it kind they of suited to did. who they were as a person and even greta too I, isabel hooper agreed like, agreed such
1: good acting i was like wow. do you know if she
0: has an accent in real life because i feel I like her action sure. is so believable i have no idea i actually 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 don't know that's a good question i'm not sure i don't think we explained this but she had an accent in the movie yeah but it honestly i would be surprised if she doesn't have one in real life because it sounded so it it definitely
1: did yeah like it was really good seriously i really liked it
0: i think just on that note i'd say the reason why it's not a 9 or a 10 is like i said just to be super like nitpicky here there wasn't any major twist in the plot so i feel like if you're you know like an avid thriller movie junkie and you like a good twist this may not be like the best movie. For you. It's a very great movie. Like everything about it is really good. I just feel like the twist is not super climactic. Like there's nothing yeah, that's huge true. that happens that you're like, oh my gosh, I was never expecting this. Other than maybe like the friend at the end. But that wasn't like a twist no. in like any of like the characters like revealing anyone's evil intentions. Yeah. It was just kind of like a nice twist that kind of saved the movie almost at the end, like had this like climactic moment. Like just action packed. Exactly. Like, action-packed. exactly And that's the good thing as well is like there's never like a dull moment. I feel Feel like there's always suspense mm-hmm. but it there just isn't that big twist that like would give it the 9 or 10 rating that I usually would give like another movie and you know I just feel like Greta's evil intentions were just revealed super early on which yeah. is just unexpected that's fair and not necessarily like a horrible thing but just something that I didn't necessarily like love about the movie so now that we've covered our ratings for the movie it is now time to move on to our personal question of the episode yes I'm so excited So
1: now moving on to this fun little segment of our podcast that we have each episode where you DM us a question on our Instagram and we make sure to answer it. So today's question is what is your go-to drink? Oh, that's a cool question. And that is a
0: really fun question. I think
1: we're actually going to do like one alcoholic and like one non-alcoholic
0: yeah. drink because yeah. we are like 20. 20- and we are, yes, oh, we're, we're both, both of age. Yeah, you're 23, <gasps> I'm 22. We're Anyways, both of yeah. age. So, you know, if you're underage, make sure you drink responsibly. Yep. Okay,
1: so my go-to drink, I'm going to say the non-alcoholic first because it's pretty boring. Honestly, <laughs> it's literally water. Like I'm honestly, not, I that. I I'm honestly that. like not like a huge pop drinker like I don't really like me neither. drink me juice on the daily like yeah. I've always since I was like a little kid like I've loved water like I order water with everything same like I just it's just like so good like yeah. and it's so weird to explain because I know some people don't even like water but I just like the taste of it like it just How can you not so like water? good and like so refreshing and like hydrating I like yes. I just yeah, love yeah, yeah. water
0: now that I talk yeah. about it I want to sip <laughs> she's passionate about water guys. I'm
1: very passionate about water okay like make sure you stay hydrated <laughs> but so for my non-alcohol drink this is like my staple you're alcoholic oh my god i meant my (laughs) alcoholic
0: drink whoops she's
1: getting too excited about water i am (laughs) anyways so for my alcoholic drink if you know me you know this is my staple drink my go-to i order it everywhere i go i order Mm -hmm. with everything i eat anytime i'm out and about and that is so boring don't expect anything fancy a
0: vodka crayon <laughs> okay <laughs> let me tell you you'll like find out this soon i don't drink anymore i used to but that is it literally the go-to it's, it's so, so good so good. i do not blame you for liking those Thank like you. it's literally no, it's, the best. it's it's so good so yeah i um, just also love cranberry juice so i feel like that's exactly. like such a good combo me too.
1: it's just such a good combo because i find it's like the perfect amount of sweetness and yeah. i i'm not like a huge like gin i don't like tequila no, i'm no, no. very very like vodka like like a vodka yeah, yeah, person yeah. so I definitely would say vodka crayon and you know occasionally I actually do like to indulge in some white wine or rosé so mm,
0: classy wine is like my
1: other go-to <laughs> yes but anyways
0: how about you so it's so funny because for my non-alcoholic drink of choice I do not like regular milk unless it's in cereal obviously mm-hmm. but like there's always been people I know that are like oh I love like just drinking a glass of milk I'm not that type of person me neither, at all. like me neither. I I, can't. I don't like that but listen I'd say my favorite non-alcoholic drink is chocolate milk. Oh, okay. Is, you know what yep. I mean? Like, yep. I don't know. I just I never used to like chocolate, but for some reason, and it's funny because I it's don't really even like milk really either. Good. But when you mm-hmm. mix the two together, it just comes up with this like creamy, like chocolatey combination it that is. just like satisfies me. And also my mom always used to say chocolate milk is like so good to drink after like a workout or something. Apparently her like personal trainer told her really? that. Really? Or something like oh that. I God. don't know, which is kind of weird, but like I don't know, I love it. And I think when I was little, my grandpa, he used to like make me chocolate Milk and he would get his like his coffee mm-hmm. frother it's like this thing where like you pushed on the lever and it like makes it like really bubbly yeah so he would make it like really like frothy and like bubbly oh God, and it would just make yum. it like so good that's really so yum. i'm very i'm very like picky about my chocolate milk brand mm-hmm. but i absolutely love it so that's definitely like my favorite cool, non-alcoholic beverage but in terms of alcoholic fun fact i'm of age like i'm 22 but i just i used to drink but now i just don't drink so mm-hmm. there's not really an alcoholic beverage that i would choose because i haven't drank in like three or so years yeah but like anonymous one said if i were to drink definitely a vodka cran would be the go-to i love cranberry mm-hmm. juice and i just feel like it cuts out all the gross like vodka taste i'm just not a very alcoholic type person i do not like the taste of it at, at all like i would always be the type of person when i drank that i would need like a chaser so i yeah. feel like vodka cran is perfect because it cuts out all the like gross tasting like so true you know flavor mm-hmm. of the vodka and and I feel so. like cranberry
1: juice is also like good for you so it is
0: so good especially yeah. when you have a UTI legit though that's <laughs> the thing so. I swear though that, low
1: keto. though that's why I drink it because it's like know, you it's can, can get drunk too. and it's good it's for your body kidneys, exactly so. exactly and also side note just because Anonymous 2 doesn't drink don't think that she's boring to go out with because oh. let me tell you when me and this girl get together and we go out we're the life of the party okay life we know party. how to have yep, a good night yep, so
0: exactly I just honestly I feed off Anonymous 1's energies so,
1: oh, <laughs> so we just go out and have fun and party yes exactly we always have a good time exactly yeah all right now moving on to the shout out of the episode where we give one of our lucky followers a shout out so
0: today's shout out goes to court case podcast thank you so so much for following and supporting us we honestly really appreciate it now if you want
1: a shout out in the next episode make sure you're following us on our insta yes
0: So that wraps it up for another Thriller Thursday episode. We hope that you guys all enjoyed it. Thank you so much
1: for listening. And once again, don't forget to follow our TikTok and Instagram at The Movies Podcast to interact with us and to be notified for our future episodes and future updates. Yes. Also, make sure to stick around until the very end if you want to hear our funny bloopers. And believe us, they are Uh, hilarious. (laughs) Yes, my
0: favorite segment. Yes. So with that being said, make sure that you guys leave us a review and make sure you give us a five-star rating if you liked us. Woohoo! And with all that being said, we'll see you next time. At the movies. First thriller, third, no, please be,
1: be good, please be
0: good. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Micah Monroe. Yeah, that's her, that's her. My she gosh. played an she it follows. So pretty.
1: I don't think I saw that
0: movie. Oh, you didn't. Is it good? It's fucking terrifying. Have you seen The Ring? No, so I-, I will never watch that. I'm so I'm I'm too I'm like very like superstitious. So I'm like oh what if I watch the clip and then like something like haunts me, which I know it obviously know. fucking won't.
1: What do I feel like? I don't fucking feel like I anything. Feel like... Oh my god, my ear is oh so bad. But cutting the... ear cutting, it's really bad.
0: Oh my god, this is actually so fucking annoying. Oh. <clears throat>
1: <laughs> what was that sound?
0: So they So like, what oh sorry 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 Oh sorry, sorry. <laughs> just, just just yeah no 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 <clears> This <throat> is a summary of a plot of a plot of a plot that's like so really good. smooth what? Do we always we always start so like a not smooth and then we get know. smooth at the end. This,